Welcome to the Push Pull Sales and Marketing Podcast. I'm Marcella. And I'm Sherry. And each week we'll provide you with sales and marketing strategies that you can implement immediately into your own business. Today we're going to be talking about scripting when it comes to sales. Okay. And we talked about terminology and all that good stuff. And uh, we, we, we actually just, uh, it, did people say scope? Yeah, so we scoped. So, okay, so we, so we <laughs> just scoped. <laughs> so we scoped on Periscope. We hopped on. So again, learning new terminology and all that good stuff. Um, a lot of times when people hear scripts, uh, what they think is is they think of a is they think of a canned pitch, and a canned pitch is basically a very uh, rote, uh, monotonous, and, and, and very obvious uh, sales presentation. Uh, when I'm talking about scripting, it's not gonna it's not gonna be like that. I mean, you're gonna have basically the idea of what you're gonna say, and you're gonna have it. You're gonna. Have it. I, I I have my son uh, tell me uh, giving me tips for Mega Man in the background, so I apologize. Um, but you're just gonna have a good idea of what you're gonna say, and even even if you have some specific things that you are gonna say, you are still gonna have flexibility. Some of the best actors, um, you know, for the most part, they're going off of the script, and there might be a a little bit of ad libbing in there. Yeah. So. But when you're talking about a script, I mean, a lot of things that come to mind, if you're mentioning, you know, that a salesperson should use a script, we're picturing like, you know, uh, Comcast customer service or something. When you call and you're getting, you can tell so obviously that they're just reading off of a script. They're not listening to what you're saying. They're not giving you real feedback. They're not really being helpful. They're just kind of reading words on a page. And obviously that's not the kind of script that Marcello is talking about. Um, and scripting can be a great tool, whether you're a beginner sales rep or um, a more advanced sales rep. Um, yeah. It can kind of yeah, work, e- at, any, work but, at any point. But even something in, in, in customer service, too, just kind of going through the, you know, if you're going through the motions, people, you, know, you, you can tell. And sometimes someone can say the exact same thing and someone can be reading the exact same script and the exact same words and it's going to it's going to come across differently so for example um people that have uh and i have an american express card uh one of the things that uh, people rave about is is the customer service And, and i mean if you weigh everything out american express doesn't do anything that's really that crazy different. Um, I mean, as if you, far as like cash back or benefits or like cash, yeah, for cash back or for benefits. I mean, there are some there are some some advantages, and you know, if you spend a lot of money, it's nice to not have the limit and all, and all that good stuff. But when you talk to someone, you call them up, and there's an issue, they are just so thrilled to see you. And if they're faking it, they're doing the most amazing job of that. So they're telling you, "Oh my goodness, hey, hi, hey, how you doing? And what's your name?" Mark, Omar, or Joe, Joe, and how do you, and Joe, what's your last name? Joe Smith, Joe Smith, thank you so much for calling. How can I help you? And they're just so enthusiastic about it. Like, what a pleasure to talk to you. Not like, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, sir. Have a great afternoon. Does it come off as genuine? It so comes across as genuine. And that huh. doesn't matter if you're calling. And, and some of their, I imagine, some of their customer services uh, is outsourced overseas. Even if you're talking to someone, you know, who's who's outsourced, they're so well-trained Oh, and you know, if there's an issue too, like they'll they, they'll humanize it. They'll say, "Hey, um, 
I'm sorry to hear that, you know, I hope you have a better day, I'll get that out to you, here's what I'm going to do to get that squared away, Uh, you know, you had an issue with your card, someone, there were some unauthorized purchases, I'm going to overnight you a card, you're going to see that in the mail tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you're not liable for any fraudulent charges or anything like that, if there are any other issues, just give us a call back, here's your reference number versus, uh, oh sir, well please allow 24 to 48 hours and blah blah blah. So does that come down to, like, do you, when you would go to make a script, Are Mm -hmm. you making more of an outline, um, like kind of general points that you want to hit? Or do you actually write out every word? When I'm just getting started, I will do that. uh, And I'll have a couple, and and, and that would be one of my tips. Uh, I would have a couple different things that you're going to say in a couple different uh, word-for-word scripts. And then you're going to piece together what's actually going to work best for you. Again, for a company like American Express, I imagine they're pretty much all told to kind of say the exact same thing. I want a pleasure speaking to you or, you know, maybe well, to mention the weather or something like that. But and they, you want it to be, limited. if customers are calling in or, you know, prospects or leads or whatever, you want them to have a consistent experience across different members of the company, mm-hmm. whether it's customer service or the sales team or whoever, you know, they're they're dealing with. Um, so I feel like scripts can help keep things consistent throughout the company too yeah yeah absolutely i mean a lot of companies um are working on now having set procedures and policies in place and okay well if it is this uh problem then we'll give a 20 dollar credit or stuff like that but how that message might be delivered yeah it it it, it becomes an issue so you know if you're if you're even if you're in customer service you're really you're really in sales you're you're you're, you're still selling Customer, they might say, "I want all my money back," and maybe the best you can do is, you know, say, "Hey, I can offer you a repair, and I can get you, uh, you know, I can get you a credit for a future purpose if you future purchase if you don't want the repair." And you have to sell them on that. But uh, the the first thing I would say in terms of scripts, you can start off, and that probably would be my recommendation to really write word for word what you're going to say, wrap it around a little bit, and you're going to want to role play with someone and kind of go back and forth. You, the whole script should not be you talking for a minute and 30 seconds before the other person says anything. Right. There's got to be some questions. So, again, you're going to script your questions because there's certain questions you should ask no matter what. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to get that out of the way, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, budget, decision maker, or any of those questions you need to get out of the way right away. Um, In terms of the introduction of the actual script, um, you should really try to slow it down a little bit like how you talk in the beginning uh, really enunciate. Are you, are you capable of talking slow? I'm a very good salesperson, so when it comes to that, <laughs> I, I, I can. Um, you know, or 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 if you talk fast, you know, you, at least you can explain it to people. So, for example, I'd say, hey, um, hey, this is Mark. I'm you know calling from uh, calling from uh, PNG, uh, or hey, this is uh, Joe. I'm calling from ABC Company, and uh, the reason for my call is that. And then at one point, I might say, now if I'm talking too fast, let me know. I am from Jersey, so. I apologize if that's the case, and you kind of, kind of lighten it up a little bit. Um, it's it's okay to have some brief pauses and yeah, some ums and stuff like that. Not overly, I think but a little bit, so it's more natural. In one of the previous podcasts, too, where um, you recommended leaving that pause to kind of let a little bit of a question or discomfort almost settle into the conversation that and, and when we talked about the, that pause that's uh, more so for closing but throughout the throughout the presentation you want to pause for a couple different reasons um in a script you want to pause to get more information and to really process things um but also you want to 
pause at the end if they bring up an objection or they say something. That's pretty much the only uh, uh, pressure, so to speak, is the pressure of, of, of silence. And this is... Right. People want to fill that empty space and it might keep them talking or bring up a new point that they wouldn't have mentioned otherwise. Yeah. And you can listen to me saying this in 2015. Uh, a lot of times in those situations, whoever speaks last loses, or I'm sorry, whoever speaks first loses. Um, you can hear that. Uh, Tom Hopkins said that in the 1980s. Um, I'm sure uh, all, all you, Dale Carnegie probably said it, you know, way back when. So this is something that it's it's going back it's going back through the ages, and it's something that still works because it's how people are wired. And you are right; they don't want to hear that silence. You know, it's it's uncomfortable. So, in terms of the actual opening for your script, you want to be able to basically establish rapport right away. So you want to be confident. Uh, and one of the best ways to do this is have it written down and go over it a couple times. You just go over your script uh, and be very, very confident in that and exactly what you're saying. Say the person's name, and I cover this in another podcast. If you could say it twice within the first maybe 10 seconds, it's really, it's really, really positive. So if you listen to the radio, like uh, I grew up in Jersey, and uh, now it's actually nationally syndicated. It's, it's the Elvis Duran show. Do you listen mm-hmm. to Elvis Duran? Yep. I know you do. I just said that so the podcast people could. <laughs> now, whenever they have a guest on the show, I'm not sure if you notice, they say, hey, who, hey, who do we have on the line? Mm-hmm. Michelle. Hey, Michelle. How, how's it going? How you doing? And they'll just go into it and they'll say they'll say their name twice. Really, really, really quick rapid fire. Right. And it's not like the, uh, it's not like the, it's not like the blimey cow kid where it's like, and, and Amber, we got three kills, Amber. And, 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 and when you get three kills, it's called a perfection, Amber. And you're not doing it where it's ridiculously obvious but people like to hear their name right um so in what the, else should they be putting into their script the reason for the call very quickly okay. you need to get that right you need to get that out of the way right away uh if they don't have a good idea of why you're calling 15 20 seconds in you're done you don't even have that much time really to make that impression right um so let's say hypothetically um I don't know. Let's. Uh, we did microphones, oh, toys. You know, if, if I was a, if I was a toy wholesaler and I was calling into maybe uh, smaller retailers or something like that, I'd say, hey, uh, hey, hey, this is Joe. I'm calling from I'm calling from Fun Toys Incorporated. I was looking for uh, Kathy. Uh, may I ask what you're calling about? Oh, uh, hey. Uh, the reason for my call basically is uh, I represent Fun Toys, and what we do here. Uh, is we help uh, retailers like yours uh, basically uh, add on to their product line right now. We have a really unique product. Uh, it's very, very high margin for retailers like you, and uh, pretty much it doesn't take a whole lot, a whole lot of shelf life. So I just wanted to talk to shelf the per- space. Th- shelf space. Yes, <laughs> doesn't take a whole lot. It doesn't take a whole lot of uh, shelf space. And uh, just wanted to uh, talk to Kathy. I believe she's the person, or, or maybe you can help me out. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. You want me to keep keep talking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Well. Hypothetically, so 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 she was being 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 the the gatekeeper, and again, I don't get frazzled with that. You know, she said, okay, and what's a call in reference to? You don't want to be like, um, uh, maybe I could uh sell you something. Well, and in your script, you shouldn't also be saying, you know, we're the number one toy manufacturer, or we're, you know. Like, all all of those terms don't mean anything. So when you're telling me that you have high margins and it doesn't take up a lot of shelf space, those are very specific things that are going to be appealing to somebody in that 
area that's buying toys. You know, those are the things that they're caring about. Those are the things that they're keeping an eye on. And that kind of would pique somebody's interest if you're showing that you care about the same things that they're caring about. Mm -hmm. You understand what they need and you're able to provide it. Mm -hmm. And... You know, you pretty much whatever whatever small benefit. You don't need to, to throw up all the benefits it could possibly be. So if I'm right. thinking of a small toy thing, yeah, I can talk about, hey, it's high margin for your company. By the way, uh, they're educational but doesn't have the educational stigma. It It's made in the U.S. and nothing's made in the U.S. You know, you don't have to worry about lead paint and stuff like that. Although I think most people forgot about that when all the Chinese toys were coming in with lead paint in them. They forgot about it? Yeah, a lot of people did. When you, when you, what do you when, mean they forgot about it? Like, that was like a huge deal. Yeah, and now is anyone concerned about buying toys from China anymore? Hopefully they fix the problem. <laughs> See, no, no, no one's really checking. I was saying, oh, wait, I might not want to play with this. You know, it came from China. But at the time, when you bought a toy, that it was a fairly big thing. And you'd see and be like, oh made in China. I better look. I better see if this manufacturer was here. But uh, again, you don't need to get all the actual benefits out of the way. But what you think is your most compelling um, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Like you're the most compelling feature of what you're selling. The, the... No, value proposition. Value proposition. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Feature. Feature would be, for example, um, uh, triple pane, triple pane windows. So triple pane is a feature. Okay. Uh, the advantage is it's better at at keeping heat inside in the wintertime. So FAB, feature advantage, then benefit. Okay. Uh, and then the benefit is what that actually means to the customer. So the benefit for you is basically you're keeping more heat in your house. Your electric bills are going to be lower. Your gas bill is going to be lower. Right. So you want to talk about the key value proposition, which is what you can do that maybe no one else can do and that you can prove. And when you're talking about scripts, like uh, when you use scripts, is that mostly in the first couple calls like do you use scripts most often for cold calling or do you use them further down the sales process as well i would i would say in the beginning you want a script for the initial call to get the attention and then when you have the relationship you don't really need to, to script out every single word or conversation but you do want to have a general agenda uh something uh related to that we can talk about certain presentation uh, skills in another podcast but I would highly recommend uh, having an agenda for any sort of meeting, uh, especially with like a larger client, and pretty much the outline of the agenda. And I can tell you this uh, from personal use, I've never used an agenda and not gotten the business, period. Hmm. So basically all we're going to do in the agenda, uh, which is similar, it's similar, to, it's similar to having basically the talk track and talking points, you have the date, uh, the company you're meeting, the person you're meeting, and the time, and key things that, that you want to cover. And then what I do have scripted is what I'll say in the beginning. So when I prepare my agenda, I'll, uh, I'll say to them, hey, look, you know, and, and, and you do the warm-up, you, you kind of talk to them. Warm-up is when you're building rapport, you talk about nonsense, the weather, weekend, family, all that good stuff. Uh, and then you go into and say, look, hey, I know you're really busy, uh, so there's a couple things I really wanted to cover today so I can have a good understanding and see if I can help your business. Uh, I, I put together this agenda here. So these are some of the questions I have for you, and, and these are some of the things I had I, I needed clarity on. Um, fair enough. And they like that, and they see that written. It's on your letterhead. It looks nice. If you can get shoot, if you can get a laminator on thick paper. I would do that too, and be like, look, I'm I'm deadly serious about this. I took a lot of time to prepare for this meeting here. 
So but to answer your question, script in the beginning, certain things uh, you might have 90% what you're going to say. And then during the sales conversation, it has to be more of a conversation. I mean, when you're right. when you're asking out someone for the first time, you might you know text, uh, okay, how am I going to text her? And you, you kind of mull it over your head. But when you're on the actual date, you can't be like, okay, let me get my index cards here. Okay, family. And once you get further down that process, everything's going to be a little bit different. Your what you want to tell different customers is going to be hopefully customized to whichever customer you're talking to. Correct. Correct. All right, I have some more questions, but if you like what you're hearing so far, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. This helps us out a lot, and it helps new people find our podcast. Um, and we just like to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at pushpullsales at gmail.com or tweet us at pushpullsales. Um, we're always open to any feedback or suggestions for future topics um, and any questions that you might have. And we also provide show notes on our website, which is pushpullsales.com. If we ever reference anything um, or any resources, we'll be sure to link to those and you can grab them there. So my other question is, since you're sales manager, um, I'm managing a couple sales reps. Um, do you write out scripts for them? No. I give them ideas and I give them scripts that I've used, but I do not personally write them right out one and say, yes, you have to use this. I, I expect them when anyone starts, I want them basically to have three different ways to say anything and that includes emails and stuff like that too so there's so many things that you're going to do that's going to be very very repetitive so a voicemail uh the first voicemail you should pretty much have that scripted out and know how you're going to say it but again you want to be natural when you say it so say say hey this is john uh calling from abc company we're the largest supplier of uh ping pong balls in the u.s and i think i can help you out give me a call or you know no, you want to be natural. Say, hey, John, this is uh, this is Joe. I'm with uh, ABC Company. We're the largest supply. No, I said that's a mistake. Yeah. You know, um, my company uh, helps out uh, uh, table tennis manufacturers like you. We have very, very, uh, we have very high quality um, products, and I might be able to help. Uh, I might be able to help you sell more ping pong tables or, or, or whatever you're going to say. Just kind of keep it natural uh, in terms of scripting generals. I'll give them certain. Uh, I'll give them the skeleton. It's kind of like if your teacher gives you a project and say, "Hey, I want you to write a story about uh, Yetis." <laughs> you know, it's going to be about Yetis. You just got to figure out everything else. Okay. So, what other kind of things are you writing scripts for? You're writing them, um, you know, for the cold call, for the that call. first voicemail. Do you even for have kind of like email scripts, like follow up email scripts? Uh, it's not really a script. It's a, it's a just template. It's like a template. Yeah, uh, and that's something you can do to kind of save time. If you have a CRM and you have it set up the right way, CRM, by the way, stands for uh, Client Relationship Management uh, CRM System or a Customer Relationship Management System. Uh, what you can do is you have email templates on there, and basically it'll auto-populate the name, and some things you can customize. So if you hear, hey, I'm, I'm out of vacation, I'm on vacation until next Thursday, mm-hmm. you don't want to send this. you don't want to send the template that actually says, well, I'll call you tomorrow if you know, okay, he's not going to be in the office. Um, another way to get around that, and some people, again, it's a, it's a, a great tip. When I found out, and one of my sales reps actually came up with the idea before I was copying and pasting, before we actually had a CRM, is you can actually just make your whole signature, the actual email that you want to send. 
You just save it as, as an actual template in Outlook. Like as a separate signature? Yeah, so it'll be okay. like first uh, it'll be like first voicemail um, email and that'll signature. be the signature. And it'll be the whole email. Huh. You know, just just because it's a signature, that's what automatically populates at the bottom. You huh. can kind of fill in some things. Okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So I'd have I would have a template for for the first three attempts. Okay. And exactly what you're gonna say and say three different things. Um, and that's and that's voicemail, uh, and that's email. So, uh, in terms of a script, first thing you're going to do, uh, be enthusiastic, uh, practice it a lot, mm-hmm. say so their name, sounds natural. Say their name a couple times. I would not give them your last name. Some people are gonna are gonna argue with me over this, but I think when when, when you give your last name, it, it screams telemarketer. Or it comes across very natural. Like I would never say. Hey Billy, this is John Smith. Uh, I passed by your house and uh, I forgot we never caught up for uh, for drinks. You say no. Hey Billy, this is John. I passed by your house. I realized we never set a date to uh, to kind of get caught up for drinks. Uh, do you think maybe may, maybe Saturday you'd be available or something like that? You want you want to talk to your customer how you would talk to your friend. You want to keep it very natural. So yeah, the element that you want in in the actual script is to to be well rehearsed and to sound very natural, to sound like you're talking to a friend. Um, you want to mention the name a couple times in the beginning. You, I, I, and this is my this is my personal opinion. Someone might say no, the first name has not been enough. That's not going to be memorable. Um, it is if your name's Marcello. It is it is if your name's Marcello. But ironically, I do not use that very often. I know. I abbreviate my name uh, a lot, especially where I am right now, because people have a hard time pronouncing my name, and it drives me crazy. Um, <laughs> or people will make my name like, okay, so your name's Mark Gello? Okay. Uh, no, it's not first name Mark, last name Ello. It's Marcello. It's, you know, you want to get out um, the company that you're representing really briefly. You know, you just want to say, hey, I'm with ABC Company, and you're not going to say, what your company motto is or something like that, unless your company motto is exactly, we help people do this. So the reason for my call is we help people. I'm calling from ABC Company, and what we do is we help businesses like yours. Uh, we help them lower their electric bill, and I wanted maybe to see if I can help you out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a couple minutes? Boom, done. So what we'll do now, I'll just run through like a bad script, and then we'll see like all the things that are bad about it. And then we'll run through a uh, through a little bit better script. And keep in mind, right now I'm I'm ad living, but I've done this enough <laughs> that you know it comes across uh, fairly natural. So, hi, uh, I was looking to speak with a person who um, who purchases um, who who handles document management for your company. Uh, can I ask what this is in reference to? I just I really need to speak with someone about uh, about about document management. This is um this is Joe. I'm with uh, I'm I'm with Xerox I'm, I'm with Xerox company. We're the largest uh, actually provider of copiers. We actually uh, coined the phrase uh, Xerox uh, back in the day, and we have over a hundred thousand customers. So I really like to speak with someone who handles your document management and, and maybe data outsourcing systems. Um. I can pass that information along. Is there anything that you'd like me to take down in the message? Uh, no. You know what? I'm I, I'm 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 just gonna call back then. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Yep, bye. Okay. So first off, I didn't really get the person's name. So I, if you can get that, say hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. So you need to throw people off too. And someone would say, 
uh, hey, and what's the call in reference to? You can throw that right back at him and say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't quite catch your name. Say, oh, this is Mary. Oh, hey, Mary. The call is in reference to, and then you go right back into it. So a, a, good, a good scripting technique is to answer a question with a question and have certain rebuttals ready. So in terms of scripting, if you do get an objection, if they say this, I know I'm going to say this. So if someone says, I'm not interested in my script, and be like, great, that's exactly why I'm calling. Um, so in this situation, I said that a company name, I gave, I gave a first and last name. I uh, said we have a bunch of customers. We're the largest. We coined this phrase, and it means nothing to the customer. I also used jargon. I didn't keep it simple. Uh, yeah document management data whatever systems like yeah. i that that drives me crazy just it also came off as kind of pushy like when i ask you know why are you calling you're like i just need to speak to someone who handles blah 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 mm-hmm. you know i don't right that is off-putting and i'm just like yeah no i'm not gonna let you speak to them right <laughs> it's not they're not gonna enjoy speaking to you and they're gonna get mad at me if i put your call through to them yeah and you don't sound like you know what you're talking about, and you don't sound friendly, and it's not going to be a good experience. Yep. Um, so another bad thing, I didn't leave any voicemail or any way to get a hold of me. So I'm going to try again. I'm probably going to get a hold of that same person who I just spoke with at, at some way, shape, or in some way, shape, or form in the future. And even if I do get an appointment, I'm going to see that person. And be like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He was an idiot on the phone. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you know, and you try to be friendly. And you might have a short memory, but if you're, if you have, if you give someone an unpleasant experience, people are going to remember it. I remember one person called my office constantly, and we always ask, okay, and I'm looking to speak with uh, Patrick. Pat, Patrick's the owner of my company. I say, great. And what's the name of your company? And he said, no, I just need to talk to Patrick. I was like, can you give me the name of your company? No, no, you don't. No, I, I, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm like, and he would keep calling. I'm like, if you don't give me the name of the company, there's no way on earth I'm going to let you talk to the owner of the company. What are you nuts? Yeah. And he would just keep doing it. I think eventually, and this is, uh, I taught uh, someone in the company to say the most soul crushing thing to a sales rep. You know, you've been calling now for months. If he was interested, he would have called you back by now. And that person stopped calling. Um, but yeah, you want to say the name of the company. Now we can kind of run through a, uh, a scenario where I'm going to give a, a good presentation. So let's kind of, <coughs> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. We can go ahead and run through uh, uh, may- maybe a different product or a different service. So Sherry, how about it? What? Give me a product or oh. a service. <laughs> um... or, or you can try to sell me. We can do that. <laughs> That's all right. I could have done the bad one probably. Um, all right, we're selling, sell me, what's something that would be like a recurring service? Sell me Netflix. Netflix? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be creative with this. Hey, I was looking for Sherry. Yeah, this is her. Hey, Sherry, this is uh, Mike. Actually, I'm calling from uh, Netflix. And uh, really quick, uh, Sherry, the reason for my call uh, is we have a really, really great uh, pr- uh, we have a really great program here. I see uh, at some point uh, you'd gone on our website and you, you might have looked at you might have looked at us, but you never really signed up for the service. So we have, we have a great free trial, and I wanted to get you set up. Um, just wanted to see so I can get you set up properly. Uh, let me ask you, how many devices do you have in your house right now that you might be able to stream Netflix to? <laughs> Too many to count. Um, we have. 
two phones, a tablet, an Apple TV, a TiVo, and a Roku. Oh, and wow. computer, two computers. Wow, that's great. Well, I'm going to tell you, you're going to love this. For eight bucks a month, you can stream to all those devices. But right now, I'm going to get you set up on, on, on a free 30-day trial. Um, so we'll get you set up. Can I get the email address that, that you normally use for that account? Uh, I'm not sure that I'm ready to actually sign up for the trial. Oh, 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 um, okay, you're not... You're not ready to, to sign up for, for a free trial. There's there's no obligation. And you have that many devices. Let me ask you, do you have any kids? Two. You have two kids. I tell you, to keep my kids, especially if I just need just to wash the dishes and I just empty the dishwasher for a second, it's a great service. Um, again, if you don't like it, you can just cancel it right away. You don't even need actually to put in any credit card information. Actually, no, you don't even need to, you don't even need to cancel it. If you don't have your credit card information, it just stops at 30 days. You want to keep going, you put your credit card information in. Well, if that's the case, if I don't have to go through a cancellation process, then yeah, yeah, I'd be interested. Yeah, and once you sign up, and we don't have a lot of people cancel, once you sign up, it literally takes five minutes to cancel. It doesn't happen very often, but if someone, you know, they, they move or, or they, you know, internet connections are real shoddy where they are at, or they want to temporarily pause the service, it only takes five minutes. So, I mean, in the future, I, 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 I wouldn't really be worried about that. Um, I'm just going to cut it short right there. Um, something like Netflix is eight bucks a month, and she's you don't want a free trial, okay? I kind of went through and kind of okay. Well, why would you not want to do it? And most people don't want to do it because they have to cancel it. Right. So I said the two reasons I took out now. Well, there is no, and again, I didn't. I, I ad libbed this. I didn't script this. But in my mind, uh, the first thing I'd say, well, there is no. Um, there's nothing. You don't need a credit card to do it. It would just get you signed up, and if you like it, you enter your credit card information in the future. If you're not happy, it only takes five minutes. So I already took away that objection down. You know, if someone says, no, because then you guys bill me every month, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, uh, again, bad script. But you were a lot friendlier. You applied it to my life. You asked me questions about my life. I mean, even with that initial setup, if you said you were calling to get me set up with a free trial, but you didn't stop talking right there because my response at that point would have been, no thanks. Mm-hmm. But you didn't you didn't give me the option to answer at that point. You said, calling to set you up with a free trial, let me ask you a question. How many devices do you have in your house that could stream? Then I was able to give you valuable information and I was a- you were able to avoid a no right off the bat. Right. So yeah, but you still let me know why you were calling. So I think overall that kind of makes sense. And we um, can kind of go into detail, and I can really, I can really dissect scripts. And if people have maybe something more industry specific, um, you know, if you can, if you can let us know. But uh, I mean, I know, I know companies that their presentation it's almost ninety five percent scripted. So that about wraps everything up for the week. We want to give a thank you to bensound.com for our intro and outro music. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week where we'll uh, tackle another topic. If you have any questions or feedback on today's episode, head to pushpullsales.com. Tweet us at pushpullsales. Send us an email, pushpullsales at gmail.com. Uh, we do hop on the scope uh, Periscope. We, hope we, hop, we hop on Periscope every once in a while. So uh, if you want to hop on that too and they have any questions for us, just uh, just uh, just leave it in the comments, is it? Those comments? Yeah? Yeah, I guess that's what you call them over there. Okay. And over there, I'm uh, mom underscore share, S-H-A-R, um, or you can just find me, Sherry Medini. Um, and we'll talk to you guys later. See ya.